Hey, what's up, guys? This is James DeBerg from Thousand Below, and you're watching Interview Under Fire. I would never feel human again! All right, everyone, I'm going to welcome you all back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. Hope everyone is doing great out there. This is your host, as always, Sonny, here to take you through this edition. And today, I have the honor of speaking with an extraordinary talented frontman in James DeBerg. It's, I've been wanting to get this band on my show for a while. Uh, James, it's an honor. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Yeah, bro, uh, what a time. Not only is this a new year here, you know, we talked about it on our pre-interview, but we're doing it with a bang for you and the rest of the guys over at Thousand Below with the drop of your latest album, Hell Finds You Everywhere, uh, which dropped uh, December 9th on Pale Chord and Rise Records. So many great releases last year, James. And you guys just added on to that. It was like, no, 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 no. Here's one more album to fuck up your list. And you guys did that <laughs> for me. And bro, congratulations. I mean, the reception so far on this album has been nothing short of a spectacular. If you don't believe me, go to YouTube, go to their uh, uh, social media pages. You'll see the what the fans are saying. A lot mm-hmm. to unravel about this. Really a genre bending record and, and what you're all about. And before we get to all that and beyond, I don't even think I even asked you this question. How are you? <laughs> you know, it's 2023. You have an ex- you have it's an a exciting- valid question. It's like <laughs> you have an exciting year lined up, dude. I mean, I know it's been a month since the album dropped, but have you had the chance to just take this all in, man? Um, honestly, dude, where it really, really soaked in was the week. It's like obviously like the generic answer, but like the week that the record came out, like because we dude, we hadn't put anything out in a long time. Mm-hmm. Also, just like objectively if you look at it on paper you know the the response to our second record wasn't as good as our first um i, I think it wasn't the record that the people wanted um and i feel like that like new that. album was kind of where we uh expressed ourselves in a way where we were doing what we wanted mixed with also what we felt like the band should be while also trying a couple new things and a lot of it we recorded in our own rooms like like probably two-thirds of the record we did at home because we all are, are like producers yeah. ourselves and so we were like okay you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, what's the word? There was a lot of riding on it. You know, album three is the first time in a band's career where, like, there's actual real expectations there in terms of, like, you know, money or blah, blah, you know, shit like that. So we were just really, once it came out and we realized that the response was good and everything was going to be fine, that was, you know, it did, it did, like, sink in. Um, like, red, like once, yeah. like, I think it was, like, two days after, I remember I was sitting in the van just, like, scrolling through Twitter being like, all right, let's see what the the jury says type of thing you know and uh everyone was very very into it and that made me super happy so how do you feel when <laughs> how do you feel when you see reception like that like okay this album here's what the fans are saying okay does that do you let it get to you or do you have to find a way to block all that out i know someone um, like me you know especially oh, yeah. in the industry we're in right there are a lot of people that'll be saying things left and right and it's just you have to kind of just stay the course still you know you can take that end to with a grain of salt, however you want to take it. But yeah. you got through the debut album. You got through that sophomore slump that people call, mm-hmm. you know, and then now here you are with Hell Finds You Everywhere. Uh, that's what I want to ask. Like, what do you feel? Do you do you get bothered by that? Do you just like, OK, whatever. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Um, I, I know everyone says like, oh, I don't want to let these things get to me or whatever. To me, it's more like I don't want to I don't want to ever feel like I like tricked anyone into the band, into like liking the band, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Um. I, you know, that's not the goal here, whatever. I think that there's been, you know, some bands and it looks like they're just trying to, I, I, I don't know if that's the MO for some people in the sense of writing the same record five times 
over the span of 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it like you just want to keep people hooked? Whereas to me, unless you're you know, a corpse. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, to me, I'm a little bit more along the lines of like, I want to write a different record every time. I That's yeah. how I stay inspired with music. I want to be trying new stuff. I want to see also like, this is my first band I've ever done any clean scene in. You know, I was just a screamer before this band started. So every year I'm like learning stuff about my voice, trying to sound a little better, things like that. So, um, you know, there's a lot, there's always room for growth for me. So I am at the end of the day doing this mostly for myself. You know what I mean? Like I am trying yeah. to express myself and, you know, I guess like prove that I can sort of sit at the table of like good vocalists in the scene or like good artists in the scene. You know, when you're coming up, that's sort of, in my head, that was the only thing on my mind ever is like, do I belong at the table here? Am I like, am I contributing something to holding up this like scene that exists? Um, Spoiler yeah, alert. Was... Yes, you do. <laughs> thank and, you. Thank and, you. That was, that was a long I, answer to your and, question. No, no, no. I, I appreciate you sharing all that because it's, you know, I, I heard this album and like I said, when I meant it was on repeat, it was on fucking on repeat. Like I, I was getting, dude, I was getting ready to do like finish my album of the year <laughs> list. And then you guys came out. I like, I think you guys should do that from now on. Just release albums in December. Just like, dude, mess everyone it's up. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like the fall <laughs> depression is purely kicked in. You know what I mean? It's like, um, but uh, dude, I will, I will say like the record, there was, man, there was a lot of different talks about when the record should come out. Mm -hmm. uh you know what's the strategy there and in my eyes i was like hey um this bad omens tour is the like highlight of fall right now which i feel like it was in terms of like club tours for i forgot you guys time. came through here yeah with, yeah with, oh man would make them suffer and sean's a good friend of mine shout out to sean from oh dude that guy's suffer. great that guy's yeah. freaking awesome <laughs> and i i missed that missed that tour i had a I had a family emergency that week it was insane mm -hmm. and uh i I know you guys knocked it out, but with Bad Omens, it was it was you guys make them suffer. There's somebody else I'm forgetting on that lineup. I, I feel like uh, Dayseeker, Dayseeker. God, Dayseeker! Like what yeah. a <laughs> it was like sad, what a what, what a way to end the year, and then you guys dropped an album on top of that. I mean, it's it's uh, you got to celebrate the little things, also, James. I feel like, and uh, yeah. you know, may I remind you, you guys are this is a big big chapter for you guys, and I can't wait to hear for what people have to say. It's only been one month, all right? Yeah. Since no, the album and, and like gonna... I said, we're we're only one we're only like one month in, pretty much, and we're already like to me personally, I mm -hmm. already feel like I'm at that point where like like I the impost like this the big thing for since this record has come out for me is like the um, imposter syndrome has. And I don't mean this in like, a, like yes. a terrible cocky way. The imposter syndrome has completely uh, just like gone away. It's completely, it's completely just like bounced off of my brain. Um, I feel like we're actually contributing something to the scene. I feel like there's things going well for us. I I, I don't know. I, I just, I, again, I feel like I'm sitting at the table now, which was, you know, it's not everything to just be like, Oh, am I sitting at the table? But to me in terms of like, I don't know, as an artist, you get in your head about a lot of things, man. It's hard not to, it's hard not to, you know, just like be like, Ooh, am I it? You know, like, am I contributing something here? Am I not contributing something? Am I just like another one of those bands that's going to pop up for a couple of years and wash out? Like I, I have no intentions of just being here for a couple of years. You know what I mean? I want longevity is a big thing on my mind whenever, um, whenever we're working on stuff and whatnot. So yeah, that, that was a big thing for me. Just imposter syndrome has sort of melted off the brain. I'm doing a better job of not talking about myself a lot when I have my guests on the show, but no, you, dude, go off. <laughs> but no, but no, dude, here's the thing. The imposter syndrome, dude, I left my corporate job for 10 years last year and, and I should have bank of America. All right. Oh, nice. And, and it, was, it, was, it, 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 it was nice. It was nice. You know, for, I learned a lot, in 10, but it was, it that imposter syndrome did settle in because I knew yeah. 
I was better than this. I knew mm. I have so much like what I'm doing here, interacting with awesome people like you on my own publication, man. I enrolled back into school to graduate in May. You know, I want to make something of myself this semester. And, you know, I, I've left all that behind and that imposter syndrome did settle in last year. And I was like, OK, no, fuck this. I don't want I don't want to do this. Yeah. I, I'm more than what I have. And uh, everything you just told me, James, I, I'm relating to it. And you can see I was like I was trying not to interrupt you because I was itching to get no, that out no, there. No. But... It, dude, I think I think all humans struggle with this to a certain degree. And it is you know, not yeah. not like what was me in my life so hard or whatever. But I think artists like everything you do, like in your professional world is just like I even use the, the pun of just under fire constantly. Uh, by the internet and and again like we need wings like, oh, we need the wings for this yeah, yeah we need the wings <laughs> they're like oh i don't care i don't let that stuff get to me it's like bro it gets to everyone a little bit and again like i do do this for myself like this is my uh expression it's like what i love to do i, I you know i'm not just doing this just for the fans i'm doing it for a million different reasons but you know you do have to make yourself happy you do have to be like proud of what you're doing you do have to feel motivated and uh man, sometimes there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of things that happen that make you feel just like kind of down and out. Um, if things aren't going so like if things, especially in a band, like if you lose a tour last second or some shit like that, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yeah. Um, a lot of bands had that out. three years ago, you know, they didn't know yeah. what was going to happen, but yeah, uh, man. Some, some bands unfortunately didn't. I've friends who are in bands who are no longer in bands. What I was trying mm -hmm. to say, you know, they, they lost it on that because yeah. tours canceling last minute and it happened to a lot of people. Um, now, uh, you know, uh, a couple things I want to mention because you guys were at So What last year, that Bad Omens tour we talked about. You have a, I, I mean, Blue Ridge Festival that's coming up, which I'm going to see if I can actually get our uh, publication out there to cover Blue Ridge this year because we couldn't do it last year. Um, man, the lineup just keeps, if you guys haven't seen it yet, the Blue Ridge lineup yeah. is getting oh, yeah. stacking we, we, up. We, did we you announce Jopper like... a Cowboy today? Do you see that? Like Jopper a Cowboy, <laughs> yeah. man. We we've had like a little bit of inside scoop on the lineup, which uh, which I mean, as you know, it grows it grows a bit to a certain degree as uh, right. the festival moves forward. But uh, yeah, we were pretty excited when we got offered that. We were like, wait, who's that? You know, who's on this? What's the deal? And uh, once we sort of saw the artists are playing, we're also uh, we have I think four more festivals being announced for the rest Holy of the shit. year. Yeah, we do. We have like we we booked like the coolest tour ever um, for the festival circuit this fall and uh, so the tour is awesome and then we're playing three big festivals on that tour and then a different one this summer we're gonna announce i'm sure all that stuff gets announced soon um you know i'm thinking Blue right like how cool would it be to do a wings interview with you guys at a festival i think like, i feel like i feel like <laughs> you know it's like that that we're not on that collision course also i want to mention that nothing more tour uh that spirits tour that they announced i mean it's it's a Dude, like I'm saying, celebrate your successes. It's going to be a, a great year for you guys. I can't wait for people to see you out on the road. And, uh, you know, uh, nothing but well wishes for everything you guys have done so far. And, you know, aside from the music also, James, you know, I'm always intrigued to hear about other aspects of an artist's life that potentially feed into the creativity and personality, right? You know, staying busy during the pandemic was an important thing. I, you know, and, and, uh, I don't know what what new thing that you made. I took up baking, for example, during the pandemic. I never baked shit <laughs> in my hard. entire life. Shout out to my sister, by the way. She taught me That's how to hard. bake cookies and stuff. But you know, aside from the music, did that time open up new things for you personally, and maybe even artistically that you may not have discovered before about yourself? Something that maybe doesn't maybe even involve music, because I know you guys were working on this album during the pandemic. But yeah. I, I like i know they're like are there driving forces in there if you can share them I, I oh yeah well so, so to me um you know okay so one of the big thing this was like the big mental takeaway of the pandemic but also something that i was like pretty 
aware of, like working on myself at, you know, at the time being anyways. Um, you got to find happiness in, I think a lot of people in bands struggle with this. Um, your happiness cannot just be one thing in life. It can't be just a band. It can't be just touring or whatever. Um, it has to be a bunch of different things. So I have a handful of fun things that I do at home. Um, I also am pretty blessed. I have a really, really awesome close group of friends. Um, I do boxing. I grew up like a very sporty so awesome. individual, if that makes sense. Um, like I was always, uh, I played lacrosse for like a million years, man. It was, uh, it was like 13 years of being a lax bro. So do you still play? Sort of, I'm sorry. Do you still play? Oh no, God, no. Uh. <laughs> uh no no literally no, no, that's no, like no. me in basketball <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be insane if i still played uh that'd be oh god can you imagine just like trying to do sports mixed with uh god i was just thinking about it like, goes well insane. just put, just be, put some thousand be, below in the background and just yeah, just dude. take that and go on the field uh, but no so so i have boxing um and i was able to do like a handful yeah. of uh training uh, at home it, like with some someone's with my coach cool. and one-on-one and also just like you know on my own also my gym did that like thing where they opened up a little earlier than maybe that they should have so that was all good um but also so i made some money off dogecoin when that whole pump was happening and uh so i bought a bunch of this like you know like onboard recording gear like i uh, got a really nice preamp compressor all that stuff learned how to just uh a nice mic learned how to produce myself so that was the big thing that i took away from the pandemic that's cool uh is it dogecoin or dogecoin i always i, know, I, I, I bought some i bought know. some stock too and uh yeah <laughs> some of my friends are were, were teaching me about all that investing and uh but that we could go down that and uh now i want to get to let's get to hell finds you everywhere man because mm-hmm. Good Lord. Uh, this is the third album. I thought it was a, a solid follow-up to 2019's uh, Gone in Your Way because, uh, and uh, I'm going to say that because I, I love that record. When I think of Thousand Below, right, as I'm as I'm just going through the, the pattern of, of, of the music that you guys have created, I think of uh, other bands like Holding Absence, In Slaves, The Plot in You, uh, Currents. You know, there's this mix of, you know, post-hardcore, uh, metalcore, atmospheric, post-rock it's hard to blend all that shit together james and 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 i meant it when i said it was a genre bending album i mentioned the sounds which i felt that thousand below is a company with but i think you guys have finally arrived and does it feel like you found your groove as a band or is this something that you're still finding out you've been at this for seven years you know the challenges yeah. of being yeah, one of one of the the, the thing is the, the challenges of being one of the this is the first time of, anyone's ever said that number out loud because i'm this is like this is the first you know, it's i'm trying to keep up with the numbers this is the most no, no, so i was like it's so like but you know before it's like oh we're been in the band for like three years four years you know five years you know six, yeah, six years but seven who fuck man that's like holy shit uh no, no, but uh, I, I feel what you're saying. I feel like we did sort of like figure. And again, I part of me wonders if that a that a huge reason of why we sort of like honed in so hard on the music and you know found our I guess sound I guess so properly yeah. is that a lot of the music we did at home. You know, like I think okay, some of the better songs we did with a producer, and that's totally fine. Um, but and, and we're happy to work with the producers and whatnot. But also like a lot of those really good tracks on the record we did that in our rooms and it's sort of that confidence is there like oh shit believe in yourself you know what i mean i guess some sometimes we are on to something i guess was my big takeaway it's like holy shit we uh we have that brain that can like create something that in my you know this is this is our this is our best record so far it's our biggest record so far just like across the board objectively uh subjectively for me 
Um, so I don't know. The confidence is there. It's uh, it's which is you know as I was talking about earlier, very important mm -hmm. as an artist. Yeah, so. and and whatever you guys are doing, I think it's working because top to bottom, I mean, this was this album was fucking heavy. It, it was groovy. It was ambient. Can I even say that? It, it, there's yeah, this no, no, dude, dynamic. That, I'd say that's accurate, honestly, genuinely. <laughs> there, there's this dynamic atmosphere with these like stank face breakdowns as well, and uh, I feel like that. That also added a newfound element added on to this post-hardcore. I'm going to uh, reference something that Mike Karanica from Devil Wars Prada told me. Um, he was on our show last year, and uh, oh, yeah. he told me that it wasn't about, you know, um, expanding the genre, but bringing new things into it. Yeah. And you guys are are doing that. And, of, of course, uh, I mentioned Mike, but also to mention Noah Sebastian, Matt Flood, and Colt, I believe, is the who guest starred on, on certain tracks from the tile track to face to face to clockwork energy, a silent season, and then blue roses don't fade, which mm -hmm. I feel like is the greatest synth wave metalcore song ever created. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I fucking love that song. Like, it almost didn't even make it on the record, man. There was like, there was, you know, that, that got sent, that song got sent into the group chat as a joke. Like that was like, they were kidding. And I like, can't, Oh, oh my fucking goodness. funny with this be. I was like, it would be funny. <laughs> and you guys, you guys even said, funny. and you guys even said, uh, by the way, check out that song, everyone, because that song will yeah. make you go, what is this? And you go back and listen to it. It's like, holy shit, this is, I mean, uh, it, it really like hits you. Like you turn the, turn the speakers up in your car for that. Uh, you yeah. guys even said our end goal was to create a record that had the perfect mix of album one and album two. Check. How much did things change, James, from when you first started composing on an album like this to where you ended up? finishing it did a lot change in between did nothing change did you guys already have a specific sound from day one no dude it was like also again we were coming out of you know like the second record didn't connect as hard we also do the handful of unlucky things happened there where it was like i guess that subject i can't really go too deep on but also like, if you put out That's a record okay. and then we got we got like kind of snubbed on a couple tours which is fine you know stuff happens and then Dude, it was like literally, I feel like the pandemic happened like a year or so later. So we like didn't even really get a tour on the second record. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I don't know, just coming back out the gate and feeling some level of success definitely felt good there. Uh, I, I got to say that was a, a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, your vocalist, James, I wonder how the composition of the songs are different for you as opposed to the other members of the band. Like, in other words, in what order do you come in on the final draft process of all this? Oh, so so yeah. this is different for every band. Like ours is sort of they'll hit me with an instrumental that's usually usually they'll send me a chunk, like a minute long chunk, if that makes sense. Um, or sometimes it's a full instrumental, yeah. sometimes it's not. Is it Josh one or Josh two or Max two? <laughs> Both. Uh, Ma Max does they have the numbers. Numbers <laughs> Max is like the last piece of the component. Okay. Um, Max is the last like chunk of things which uh and he does he does dude he does a great job there's sometimes we have to scale his parts back you know what i mean sometimes it's like a little uh sometimes yeah. like hey that's a little much type of thing um but uh yeah so the way it works is they hit me with a chunk and i'll sort of i there's like a multi-level veto process you know it will be um they'll send me something and i'll be like hey this this is awesome it's just you know this is great completely expand on this hit me with like a full instrumental and i'll write to it or sometimes I'll give them notes there and they'll go back and edit it a little bit and then expand it. Um, sometimes they'll send me something that's only 30 seconds long and I'll write to it. And if it works, then I'll send them that back to them and then they'll expand on that. Um, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's like um, if they send me something and I'm not really feeling it, we won't work on it. Cause I'm, you know, I'm not going to come up with some super catchy, crazy, good instrumental if, or a crazy good like hook. If uh, I don't like, what's on there you know, you know what i mean like yeah. if i'm just like if i'm not excited about it it's just gonna be just and they're aware of that they're like hey if he's not geeked on this like he's it's probably not gonna it's probably not gonna hit 
super well. So yeah, good luck topping this album. That and uh, yeah, that's, well, that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. And and you know, between writing and then structuring the songs, the production process, so on and so forth. Uh, keep all this in as I keep all this in mind as I'm as I ask you this because you know the uh, this is something that I want to dive into the lyricism throughout this album. You know, uh, it was written throughout the pandemic. We know that the subject matter reflects. Uh, you know, the self-examination of of loss, you know, life, healing. And I feel like as we grow, which, you know, that's like that's been the theme of our conversation, you mm-hmm. know, the last few years, the message, I feel like it gets bigger and bigger here on this album. I, I begin to think of the tangibles of a theme or a message to your music. You know, I, I, is that important to you, James? Like the themes, like if that's a, a big component of songwriting for a band like Thousand Below. Yeah, um, dude, to me, like when I when we started in on a record, because again, like, so the sounds will, you asked a question earlier that I actually didn't touch a good answer onto it, but like the sound, we don't go in with a set sound that we're aiming for, but I will, they will have like a vibe, we'll be like, you know, are we going for more heavier songs, more softer stuff, those, those type of things, yeah. we will try, we have little notches that we try and hit, like, okay, we got to have like a heavy banger, we got to have this, we got to have that, um, and then like, for example, Blue Rose is like the weird kind of out of nowhere type song, Um I feel like that's like the black sheep of the record, but in, you know, it's like, it's, I still love that track. Uh, and it was like my call to have it on the record. Um, but what I do is like, I kind of look, I just kind of treat it as an essay. If that makes sense. Mm. I will, um, I will flat out like mate, I will have the album name first. That is like the biggest thing for me. I'll have the record name and I will build really? concepts under it. And then as instrumentals come in, I will be like, Oh, that, instrumental feels like it connects to this song name that i have in my head like a lot of times i'll have 10 song names for songs that don't even exist and i'll be trying to like build that narrative and sometimes even as we get towards the end i will if you know if there's like this one song name or one part of the chapter of the record that i haven't really like hit yet i and if they send me an instrumental i'll be like hey this is great but it doesn't fit like what i'm trying to fill on the record which is kind of a silly thing um if you think about it to like Maybe it's not just writing a record around words. So I guess that could be like a weird, uh, weird concept, but I don't know. And works for, I, it works for me. It's <laughs> one thing to write it on paper. Right. But it's another thing to actually compose it the way you did. I wonder if this was also a release for you mentally, because it's not easy to talk about the subject matters that I just mentioned. Right. You can't just yeah. talk about it in the open. It's difficult. I have difficulty yeah. with it sometimes, yeah. but for you, I, I imagine when you're up on stage and you're belting these lyrics out, like there's that euphoria. Is that, is that a, you know what I'm saying? It's a release. Yeah. Like the, emotionally, it, it really like, is. Yeah. It, it really is. Therapeutic. Like, That's what yeah. Dude. It, no, yeah. no, it's as, as cheesy as that sounds. It is also, also even just putting songs out, like once a song is out there, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it's kind of freeing. It's not really yours anymore. You know, it like belongs to the ether of, public music i guess it's uh, which is kind of sick if you think about it uh it's kind of it's, i don't know it's kind of fun to just let go of stuff sometimes like seriously it's like once it's in the song once it's out there and you see other people connecting to it and being like oh my god like i've been through this i felt this it's just like cool it's just weird like validation is not the word it just it just makes you feel nice <laughs> just just yeah just feels feels good and, i guess and and uh you know i know we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome conversation and uh i I do want to thank you again for sharing so much about you know course, who you man. are and I'm what thousand thousand below is all about. You know, representing the SD and the form of display that you guys are. You know, San Diego, like I, San Diego is actually my favorite place in the entire world. You've been to Coronado Island? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, dude, I would just go out there just for like days and just sit there on the beach. 
and maybe grab some edibles here and there. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, dude, yeah. you just dripped and dripped and dripped. There's also, if I'm not mistaken, I know we're going off on a tangent here. Isn't there this like taco stand like on the corner of the beach where you grab like tacos? If I right. Uh, dude, honestly, down. first off, those are all over the place and they're all amazing. Okay. But um, I, I don't spend too <laughs> the much one time. The one I found was like next to next to the Coronado uh, Hotel. Oh, dude, that was there's the so one, many. Yeah. There's so many good ones over there. Also, that's another thing. So I just recently moved to LA, and like San Diego is a little bit more focused on burritos, it seems. But the tacos here, ooh, man, the stuff slaps. At, like, L- L- <laughs> I mean, just West Coast California, just that area, yeah. LA, San Diego. Um, I'll let you know when I'm out there next time, man. Because no, I, no, I, I have do, so many friends do. out there. We'll, we'll hang on and stuff, dude. Yeah, you know, and. Of course, from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline you have taken in, which we've discussed about, right? The performing uh, performing for as long as you have and and the people you have met and worked with during these three really solid records. I mean, the third one is just just blows everything out of the water. Touring, the, the growing fan base, the goddamn pandemic, the relationship with your bandmates, yourself, and the music. We are entering, I think, uh, for as long as I've been a fan of you guys, this is an important part in thousand below's career i'm excited to see where you guys go from it there's definitely a level of inspiration in what you're doing here james and you're seeing results that's the important thing i want to run around to this question as we finish this off have your aspirations as a musician a front man hell a human being okay have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry like do you see things differently today oh yeah it's uh okay so in the beginning Man, it's kind of funny how like it, it honestly changes like every couple of years. Like sometimes I'm trying, you know, I like I was thinking I said earlier about trying to prove myself, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like trying to like earn my seat at the table type of thing. Um, in the beginning, it was oh my god, I can just even walking on stage and not being super cringe while holding a microphone was a massive win. Um, just like not not entirely embarrassing myself, right? Then it turned into oh my god, I want to be like the coolest screamer in San Diego, right? I want to have, I want to be like that guy that's like, oh, that's a dude from San Diego that can scream really well. Then now it's, you know, then it evolves into, I want to even be able to clean sing one set live. You know what I mean? Like, um, and then, and then dude, as of recently, I in my head, I'm like, for the sake of longevity, I'm like, oh, I want to make this last. I want to make this like a business, something that like, you know what I mean? Like starts like yeah. paying bills to a certain degree. And again, that's, you know, once you hit album three, there is like expectations there financially. It's when it comes to like management, labels, blah, 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 all that type of stuff. Um, so I'm constantly being inspired with like, you know, or, or even go back to like the record. Like I want to be able to put out a good record with, well, that also has a weird song, like maybe even do more weird songs like Blue Roses Don't Fade or whatever. Um, to me, Please do that. Thing, yeah, no, literally. <laughs> you guys are going to yeah. fuck with so many people's heads. Like, what? Uh, what's <laughs> going on here? That's cool. When you get people talking about something that people aren't used to within a genre yeah. that they're so, it's, it feels like it's closed in, but then you guys are branching off into this. Anyway, I feel like I go about that trek forever. No, no. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Genuinely. And uh, uh, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to in- interrupt you there, no, but I, I, get, I get excited when you talk about your music because it's nah, so dude. good. Um, but you know it's 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 really cool to see where you guys are right now like i said look good luck topping this because you found your groove with yeah. this <laughs> i hope you do more songs like that and now we're approaching the last part of our conversation i mentioned this you were wait, probably waiting for this the whole time right this is the surprise i was gonna tell you oh, about. Yeah. we're gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, we're, forgot, we're gonna do something <laughs> we're gonna do something called all right yeah, Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do something called the hot seat, hot seat. all right i'm gonna see if you know the lyrics for your own songs you up for that challenge oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that reaction, dude. Nah, I, nah, nah, I mean, but, yeah, dude, I actually, I, I, I might have it. I might have I, it so I handpicked a select few. Some of them are deep cut. <laughs> some of them are easy. I promise I'll 
I'll start. You up. I mean, dude, I feel like the, I feel like the singles is the harder. Those are the songs I listen to the least. Like, and and, th- and this is makes it makes it this makes it even more impactful because this is where we put the wings in. So if you got yeah, it wrong, yeah. you would go to the next awesome. Song. I'd be anyway. I'd be just crushing like level thirty hot wings. Like you, you would be crying. Okay, <laughs> have you ever had the bomb hot sauce? Holy shit! Uh, I do. Hot- when just I toured with Dance Gavin Dance and Bill Maya, somebody ordered one of those like famous like ten hot oh sauce my, packages. Oh my lord! And, uh, it was very very funny. Yes, absolute was, death. Just a dab of it. You're you're like crying. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll save that for another time. But here we go. Uh, it's always funny because our, our artist would tell me. Oh, I won't get every song and they get every song right. And then it would be the opposite. Oh, I'll get these songs and they get every song wrong. It's it's insane. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to read a lyric. You just name the song. All right. I promise I'll start you off easy. You ready? Okay. Hit me. Yeah. You're not nervous. You got this. If anything, I'm, I'm a little you, nervous. I'm making you rethink your set list when you come back. <laughs> and this is like, po- it's like poetry as I'm, as I'm saying this. Endless is the measure of the pain you've learned to keep. Countless That's clockwork the- enemy. That's yeah, there you go. Two That's seconds. One Easy. of my favorite songs Easy. from Hellfire. All right, next one. Let's go. All right, help me finish this. Help me finish this. Listen and help me finish. This is the name Man. of the song. So would you tell me I'm wrong? Can't stop thinking that I'm not worth saving. Here on my own. Why do I still feel? I, I know the so... song name, but did you want me to keep singing the lyrics or? or yeah, why or... do I feel so? Wait, sorry. You have to. You have to repeat. I, I got lost where you were. I know it's lost between. I'm, uh, yeah. That that was that was that was lyric. Yeah. Why do I feel? So... Dude, I love that song. Bro, like that's you, like I don't you're talking you're about working on your clean singing. Listen to this. <laughs> this, you, this is like no filter, everyone. Bro, like, we like he's we, like just doing this on the on the on the go. <laughs> Thank you. That song, man. Like we, our band. That is a song that we like. We love that track a lot, and we felt I like I love that track for how much we love it. For how much streams it gets, there's the there's not a bigger divide if that makes sense like, like for yeah. how much we want that song to be big but how much it just like didn't really get any love um and that's you know sometimes we're like oh my god we are our brains wrong you know what i mean like it, so we, some, do, we these are, these may be some of my favorite songs <laughs> may, you know you know uh, granted uh, this is from gone in your way 2019 uh guys go pick up that record uh, great album this is a great song all right next one moving on uh but i'm not sleeping well these days I've been better if we're being honest. Oh, Death yeah, that's is all I see. That's all I have left to give. That's my favorite song we've ever made, bro. <laughs> I, I can I can barely stop it. Uh, su- such a great song. Uh, I yeah. it's the last song on the record. Hell finds you everywhere. You see what I'm saying? Like when you read it, it's like poetry. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm. It's it's. Dude, if you release like something like that, just you just reading it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I wanted to do? An idea I had? I wanted to, like, I, I, I should have executed on this on the Bad Omens, on the Bad Omens tour. But also, I, I was too, I was so busy on that tour. I'm, I'm finishing up school right now, and uh, I'm in my senior year of college. And Dude, is, same here. Dude, yeah. You, you know are, are, we, are we graduating in, in May? Yeah, yeah, bro. High five. High five in the air, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're killing it, bro. Um, but, uh, yeah, what I wanted to do was uh, get a, I wanted to just get, like, a Polaroid camera and take one Polaroid picture every day of a tour, put it in a little like fully scrapbook type thing, and then like I don't know, auction it off for charity at the end of the tour or something like that. You know, that was like an idea I had. Uh, uh, that should uh, do that idea. I'm, cute, I'm, right? This is dude. This podcast isn't just going to be on YouTube, man. This is going to be an all streaming platform. Everyone's going to yeah. hear this. So Let's go. this is for the world to hear. Make that <laughs> make that happen. That's a great yeah, idea. All right, a uh, couple more. I promise. All right, here we go. Hi, man. Why do I feel like I'm chipping away? And I'm tied to the anchor. If this is the end, 
then I'll sing my song. I'm chipping away, going down with the anchor. You already know what to say. Jesus, wait, does that follow me home? Oh, is that... think, think 2017. Wait, wait, so yeah, say it one more time, one more time. Okay, more why time. do I feel like I'm chipping away and I'm tied to the anchor? If this is the end, then I'll sing my song. I'm chipping away, going down with the anchor. Think, context clues, anchor. You, you already know what to say. Which is funny, because that's the lyric. Dude, I, I can't like... remember it. In my head, like this. <laughs> Did I get you? Did I finally get? Oh my god. That's, that's, wait, 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 that is. Okay, say it one more time, and maybe my small brain will get okay. it. Okay. Why do I feel like I'm chipping away, and I'm tied to the anchor? If this is the end, then I'll sing my song. I'm chipping away, going down with the anchor. <laughs> I got Bart. nothing. I got nothing on this one, bro. <laughs> I was trying to say, I'm trying to stress the word anchor. It's the wolf in the sea. From, dude, oh my god. The oh, love dude, that, you let shit, too I'm, close in 2017. That song. Uh, that such song. a good song. Dude, such I literally song. forgot about that track. <laughs> Not forgot, but like, you know what I mean? It's uh, Added to the set list. Dude, we, I think we played it live on our first tour and then just like never played it again. Like, I don't, I don't think it ever uh, made it back in, in the set list, which was well, uh, pretty wild of a thing to think about, eh? I got him. I finally got him. <laughs> he All beat right. me. All he right. beat me on my own game. <laughs> Listen, we got this. But you could find a Halo. And it wouldn't change a thing. Oh, that's What's uh. Wait, wait. Um, uh, show your teeth. Show your teeth. Uh, I can't remember the freaking song name, man. Why is this so hard? L let me finish. Let me finish. Maybe it'll yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you could. But you could find a halo, and it wouldn't change a thing. What the hell do you know? Let it go is all that you say. Yeah. I, I, fake smile. Yeah. Got on your way. Twenty nineteen. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so smart. Time. There we go. You know your own songs. All right. <laughs> all right. As I'm burning alive inside my mind, trying to feel, trying to breathe, I swear I try. Those powerful lyric, I love it. Yeah, uh, that's sinking me for sure. Yeah, uh, the first first one from the Love You Let Too Close, uh, yeah. 2017. All right, this one, I don't know if this is a deep cut. We'll see. Um, this is the only one from this. I think I gave it away already. I'm more than you thought I know. But you felt like gold. Now you're. Oh, that's gone to me. Gone yeah, to that's me. what the. Like, Dude, I, like, I'm better at this than I thought I was gonna. <laughs> I thought was you gonna have to go back with your voice, like, hey, I don't know my songs. Yeah, hey guys, <laughs> I actually know the songs. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Um, I'm gonna give you a round of applause. <laughs> you, did, you did pretty good. That's not bad. Um, Thanks, man. But man, thank you, you so much that. for bottom of my heart, dude. This, I, like I said, I've been wanting to get you guys on our show for a while, bro. Let's stay in touch on the socials. I'll keep you posted once this episode drops. Yeah. Um, I'll keep it on when you guys come back to Dallas. Uh, I don't know if you are do, do you guys are doing it with nothing more. I think it's maybe later this year because I know that nothing mm -hmm. more tours coming up. But, um, man, any last words? Just any shout outs? Anything else you like to plug in or mention for? Thousand Shout out the band or... Ten Bulls, my best friend Chaz's band. They're freaking awesome. They're so Shout good. Out to them. And they're, then they're uh, so freaking good. And then the touring. When does the touring start uh, for Nothing More? That's is that the Ooh, first one? Uh, dude, I honestly, man, I like completely forgot. I haven't even looked that far <laughs> forward. Like you're I, doing I, going on a tour, James. Man, I don't know, brother. <laughs> dude, 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 see if you can do the the scrapbook idea on this one. Who knows? No, that honestly, I think time. I might do that. I think, I think, I think that's like that'd be a very good time to do that. See how it goes for like right. the first three days or something, and then if you feel good about it, keep it going. If yeah, not, no. so and so, so be it. Um, I think that I think that's definitely the move. I. uh I, I don't know. I just think it'd be so cute, man. Imagine like, dude, if I was like a fan of a band and that happened, I won this like, and also it'd be all like behind the scenes type stuff, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like showing like the tour and whatnot, not just like boring type stuff. I'd, I'd really just let people like get the actual feeling of what's going on there. Um, 
that'd be cool yeah, like man. behind the scenes of like thousand below on a tour with nothing but like, that'd be great man even um uh what's what's the, for johnny hawkins like even like i don't know he'll probably love like helping out with it. he's a super cool dude yeah no, uh, get make I, like you know like i said behind the scenes like just like squad vibe type stuff like um i don't know i oh, uh, you I, know i you know i'd sign up in a heartbeat man we'll, we'll, um, we'll see we'll see what happens i think anything's possible anything's hey big possible. things man bigger things this is a big year for you uh, dude i'm proud of you man really Thanks, like man. i really, really appreciate on, it it's like we're, we're gelling here like we're on the same path here i feel like we like the whole imposter syndrome bullshit. college gang <laughs> we, we, we 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 love what we're doing we're graduating this year this <laughs> it's gonna be like one of those uh, what is it uh is it what's the app be real or real me real time something like that you take a snapshot and oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah be real like, be real yeah. i'm not on that one yet i'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on that one yet, either I really I'm, not not I'm, I'm trying to get on there it looks fun it looks like, like a, a snapshot of you and me on the podium just like yeah 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 we're just, <laughs> just like, yeah where, where are you yeah, where are you going right. to school uh university of north texas i'm a, oh sick awesome i'm uh, you're doing online obviously or are you in person i'm all all in lecture like i prefer in-person oh, dude that's, oh yeah i prefer me, that yeah. to you but obviously yeah. man, I'd, I'd be torn and stuff but uh it, yeah it's I'm, crazy. I'm at colorado state i'm pretty excited that that's but, pretty awesome dude and uh my entrepreneurship my entrepreneurship uh, professor knows that i have my music pu- publication on the side and everyone's like holy shit you already want a business you already an entrepreneur. Why are you in this class? <laughs> Jesus it's case. pretty funny, actually, because they all know what I'm doing. So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, James, uh, thank you again for the bottom of my heart. Nothing but uh, well wishes for you from here on out. Um, yes, everyone sir. who's listening, Thousand Below, Hellfinds You Ever is out now. Please pick it up. Buy the record uh, because the bands can't do it without your help. It's out now on Pale Cord and Rise Records. Uh, James, I'll let you go, man. Let's stay in touch. Peace. Uh, Peace. Take care of yourself. And I'll see you when you guys are in Dallas, man. Okay, sweet. Thank you so much, my fan. I appreciate you tons. Talk to you soon, brother. Bye. All right. Later, brother. I would never feel human again! Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.